Welcome back, everybody. You are now officially tuned in to the second episode of Us Talks, the podcast where we get emotional and talk about heavy things, but also try and make it really light. So if you listened last week, uh, to kickstart all of this, I got in my feelings and shared a little bit about what this podcast is all about and what and who inspired it. But this week, my first guest is one of my favorite individuals ever. She goes by the name Monica, and we've actually known each other for almost 10 years now. And I wanted her to come on and just share some stuff because our conversations have always left me feeling inspired. And I think that's really important when life gets tough. So she would classify herself as a dreamer. And her whole goal is just to encourage other people to live their dreams. So hi, Monica. Hi. What do you do? What do I do? So um, I'm currently working in film and TV production. Um, This is after like a long career in the government. And I just kind of, I decided to switch gears because I always loved production, loved working backstage. And figured why keep that my side hustle or kind of like, you know, the thing I did for fun on the weekends. Um, Why not get paid for it? Why not do something that I love to do? So I did it. And I'm here on my second production and it's great. Um, But on the side, I also take photos of people. I don't call myself a photographer because I don't like labels. (laughs) But um, I take pictures of people um, who are pursuing their dreams, who are inspiring me to kind of keep going and, you know, to all you dreamers out there. You smart, you loyal, you grateful. I appreciate that. Go buy your mama a house. <laughs> 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 okay, so what fuels you or what gives you the ability to keep pursuing your dreams when I feel like a lot of times life can get in the way and we feel more prone to want to take, like, the comfortable route? Well... I think I think I've done the comfortable route so often or for so long rather that I I can't go back to that. I think doing it's nothing wrong with a 9 to 5, but doing a 9 to 5 that you're not happy with and that is literally just causing you to be depressed and, you know, just despondent with life um is not worth it. It's just to me it's not worth it and I was so miserable after graduating that I decided to, you know, pick up, pack my bags, pick up my life and go to the UK. And I lived there for almost two years. And I couldn't stay because of visa issues. UK, please fix that. Um, (laughs) But... I had to come back and I was miserable. I was so, so miserable. And I was just like, you know what, I need to take charge of my life and I need to do something different. And so I I just, I think out of that place of complete despondency, I just like, I can either live life being despondent and allowing life to happen to me, or I could take the reins and, you know, do something with whatever I have. And I have a camera, I have people around me. There's so much beauty in the world. There's so much hope in people. Like when you find dreamers or people that are taking that chance, there's so much of that out there. As much as there is like, you know, the heartbreak, there's also so much love, so much joy, so much happiness. And why focus on the bad if you could focus on the good? So I think that keeps me going. That fuels me when I see people on Instagram or even just in everyday life doing something amazing. Um, And it could be an outfit, you know, someone could just look away and I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're being yourself. That's amazing. And 
I just want to celebrate that. And I think that's what keeps me going. And I like how you said, why focus on the bad when you could focus on the good? But I find it's really hard, one, to pursue things because fear and circumstances are consistently coming up. Um, and yeah. I feel like as individuals, we always think, oh, it's it's just happening to me or like I'm the one that's getting like the crappy end of the stick. So for you, how do you remain authentic while pursuing a dream when there is consistent things to be worried about and consistent circumstances always coming up or getting in the way? Um, well, I think a lot of times fear creeps in. I don't know how to put it, but like for me, for instance, in, in my own life, I realize that fear creeps in when I'm paying too much attention to things outside rather than rather than looking in myself. So, for instance, I'll be on um, IG all the time looking at people's photos, you know, seeing what other people are doing. And then I fear creeps in where I start to, you know, look at myself and I'm like, my work's nothing like this person's or my you know, my ambitions or efforts in life aren't half as much as what this other person is doing. And so I have to remind myself of why I'm doing it. And I'm doing it because I believe in people and because it's something that just, you know, wakes me up in the morning. I love taking pictures of people and I love seeing these pictures developed and like posting them and, you know, even just seeing people's reactions to them. I, And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be people's reactions, but it's it's because I enjoy doing it and it's something that I believe in. So you pursue it um, in spite of fear, despite fear, because you're just like, I love this beyond fear. Like fear has no place in this because I just enjoy doing it. So there's no, you know, there's no failure in it because I'm doing it. If I'm not doing it, then I've allowed fear to overcome me and then I've failed. And so I guess, is that then what gives you the ability to invest your time, energy, and beliefs into something that is not always guaranteed. Because I find, too, like, we can have these ideas and we can get really excited. Yeah. But it's daunting to actually think, okay, now I have to put work into it while still having it be fun. Yeah. You don't want to lose the passion for it by being so regimented with it. Yeah. But when you start to realize that a dream is no longer just a dream and you want it to become reality. Yeah. What does realistic dream life look like? Um, well, it takes a lot of planning. I mean, it does take a bit of the fun out of it because you can't just kind of go out there and do it willy-nilly. Like for me, film is expensive. So I've I've actually noticed my life take this kind of curve where instead of, you know, going out a lot or eating out a lot or even shopping, I would take that money and invest it in film because that's that's my passion and that's what I want to be doing. So a lot of it is just kind of, you know, you have to make sacrifices for the thing that's the things that you love, but you almost don't mind the sacrifice. It doesn't feel like okay. a sacrifice because you're you're like, well, if you keep your focus, I'm focused on doing this, your life will automatically will just curve into that because you you don't want to be wasting money doing all these other things when you could be investing it in your future, in your project, and whatever it is that you're doing. And so I find that um, a realistic approach is, for me, you know, kind of bouncing my ideas off of the few people that I, you know, love and respect their opinions, um, and even sometimes strangers. And that's like, you know, I'll go up to someone and be like, hey, I'm working on this project, do you want to be involved? And if if they respond well and they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing, yeah, for sure, then I know that I'm on the right track. You know, I, I know that I'm I'm not crazy, it's not all up in my head, but other people see it, like I take wisdom from other people and, you know, their opinions I value. 
Um, but then also strangers, if they are like, wow, that's an amazing idea, you know, just mm-hmm. sharing it in conversation with, you know, just people that you meet from time to time. Um, not everyone, because you can't take everyone's opinion in, but you just bounce it off of people. And then, you know, at least your idea is not crazy, but then you're also investing your time, your money, your energy wisely, because you know that you want this thing to be successful and you just, you know, you, you prioritize and sacrifice where you need to. And I think that keeps it realistic and not in fantasy land where it's like, yeah, we're, we're amazing. We're going to be good. And, you know, it's nothing because you're not really looking at it realistically or or taking a step back and and being objective with it and I'll speak for myself because I know that when we were first getting to know each other or like back in the day Mm -hmm. when we first met we were very much the type of people to well first I think we were quite naive and so we kind of looked at life as like okay well everything's gonna work out everything's (sighs) gonna be great we didn't really even know what it meant to have a work ethic and how to kind of pursue certain things. And I also think the beauty of a dream is the fact that you don't plan for it a lot of times. It kind of hits you out of nowhere. And then that's when you have to decide, okay, is this something worth putting more time and effort into? No, definitely. I think uh, for me, I was in university for sciences. So I did health sciences as my uh, bachelor degree. And everything was planned out. I think from the age of three, I was just like, I'm going to be a doctor and that's it. And there was no plan B. There was no, you know, detouring from that route. I just wanted to be a doctor. And so everything was very planned and structured. And, you know, I had the goal. And I just, I was was shadowing doctors and surgeons and working in the hospital. And there was a part of me that just kind of, I was just like, I don't know. I just, I was over it. And Mm -hmm. I I hated the fact that everything was so planned out and everything was so rigid and structured. I I didn't, like, because I'm a very creative person, I found that that was draining the life out of me. And I kept seeing, you know, doctors and talking to them. And a lot of them were actually like, this is an ambitious pursuit. Of course, you should do it if you absolutely love it, but know what you're getting into because it's a rough life. And I don't mind rough if it's something that I love. It's not something, it's not like I kept, I think I was hard on myself for a lot of times, for many years actually, thinking that I was just lazy. I I didn't want to put in the work ethic. I, oh, you know what I mean? That was required to get there. And I realized that that wasn't at all the truth. It was actually just that this wasn't for me and I was forcing something because I wanted to convince my grade three teacher that I <laughs> I wasn't stupid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I wanted to convince, you know, myself that I was good enough. And so I was pursuing something out of fear and not out of a place of love. And I think that's when I was just like, all right, I need to change gears. I need to switch things up. And, and that alone is very daunting. It is. But I think I was dying. I was yeah. drowning in in the fear of performance and trying to be something so badly that I've, I almost feel like that was worse or I guess that was worse than the risk or that was scarier. It was scarier to stay there than to take the risk and do something different. So I love life now because working in film, anyone who works there or knows anyone who works in film, it's, it's a scary, scary world because once that production is done, then you don't know what the next job is. You don't know if you'll get another job. And even if you get on a production, you know, that thing could be, 
they can move it to Atlanta and then, <laughs> you know, you're out of a job. So it's, it's, I call it the industry of faith because you have to believe that something's coming around the corner. But I almost, it sounds mad coming from where I came from, but I love it because it's so liberating and you appreciate every job so much more because mm-hmm. no, nothing's really guaranteed to you. So you appreciate everything that comes to you. You don't take it for granted. Not at all. Okay, so then I'm kind of putting you on the spot with this, but what would you say, like, what's your one piece of advice then for anybody listening in terms of having a dream or following your dreams? What would you say? Um, I think I would say what I wish I could have heard when I was younger, and it's just kind of take that time to figure yourself out, but also take your time, like, be gentle with yourself. Like, life in itself is hard enough, especially with social media. Like I'm older, so like I had a cell phone, like one of those Nokia brick phones that had like snakes, (laughs) like snakes. The game was like the most exciting thing about it. Um, I got that when I was 18. So now, I mean, kids are coming up at the age of 10 and younger with iPads and Instagram and Snapchat. And there's so much to see and so much therefore to compare yourself to. And if you don't allow that white noise to kind of be separate from who you are and from your world, like create a universe for yourself almost and know who you are and know what you want. And even when you figure out what you want, just take time with that and and sit with it from time to time. And you know, you know, a lot of hipsters go to coffee shops and sit with their thoughts and write and read and all of that kind of stuff. But there's a reason why people do this. Like take that time on your own, figure yourself out. Um, Also take counsel from other people. Like wisdom is just applying lessons learned from the past to your life. You don't have to go through the struggle. If somebody else is giving you an opinion, take it with a grain of salt, you know, leave it on the table and figure out whether or not that's good for your life. You don't have to take on everything, but don't ignore everything. You know, I find a lot of young people They're like, oh, you know, my parents don't know or my grandparents don't understand or this older person don't, they just don't get it. But there's something in that. There's gold in that. You just have to kind of, you know, look at it objectively and see what what you can apply to your own life so that you don't have to go through the struggle. Life doesn't have to be that hard, you know. And I wish that I had listened to my parents a lot more. I wish I had listened to a few of the older people that had left gems in my life that I just didn't apply to my life. So I would say just know yourself, be gentle on yourself and take that time to really just kind of think, look inwards and think about what you're doing and why you're doing it and then, you know, go after it. And I think there's something to be said as well about taking the time to learn how to be authentic. I think it's, especially we live in a time nowadays where I th- I feel like at least we're all constantly striving to be someone else. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable almost to kind of, like like you said, first of all, to take the time to sit back and assess life and assess who you are. That's difficult enough. But I think to take the time to get comfortable with the person that you are yeah. is also a struggle. And so I think learning to be comfortable with who you are and owning your authenticity is something to really think about, especially when you're trying to pursue something that you like or just trying to figure out what makes you happy. 
from my own personal experience, I find I've always wanted to strive to be like somebody else. And it wasn't till recently, I guess, when I started to realize, no, I like certain things about myself. I like that I'm a bit odd in this area or that, you know, people don't expect that I'm like this. And I started to realize those qualities that I thought were too random or too weird, they're the same qualities that people notice when they see me. Where that's mm-hmm. what drives people towards me. So I would say authenticity and owning who you are yeah. is something that goes hand in hand with following your dreams or just having a better outlook when it comes to life. I think, uh, I don't know, it's funny because we, we see all these people and a lot of the people that we look up to are just being themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, I love her. She's so cool. I need to be like her. I need to be just like her. And you almost <laughs> like hijack her personality mm-hmm. and you're trying to, like, it doesn't fit you. You know, it's kind of like if you know your plus size and you're fitting into a size zero dress, you, you might know it's fit not gonna, into it, but yeah, it but it's not gonna look, look good. right. Like, nah, you know what is that young gal wear your size or something? Whatever that <laughs> song is. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of like know your size and wear it. Like, and that's fine, bruv. If I'm a plus size, then I'm a plus size, and that's fine. Like, own it. Like, you know what I mean? That's beautiful because I know some like bigger girls that rock conf- are confident and rock outfits so much better than girls that are a size zero because mm-hmm. they're they're not confident they don't know themselves or they they just don't like who they are and so i mean if you want to change yourself then change it sure but know why you're doing that but it's also just be comfortable in your own skin and like you said people like you when you're being yourself yeah like and, yeah. and it's a struggle to kind of do that nowadays. It is a massive struggle. Like, even myself, I'd find myself kind of, like, you know, almost trying to blend into the environment. Just blend. Just blend. And I'm just like, no, don't blend. Stand out. Be mm-hmm. different. Go against the grain. Those are the people that people like. And it takes time. It takes it co- time to get comfortable with of that. Course. And so to wrap it up, I guess what we're trying to say is, is that having a dream or having something that's yours and being authentic with it is kind of what continues to fuel your everyday. Yeah, I mean, it gets you out of bed in the morning. It kind of gives you that extra pep in your step, you know? It it gives you that <laughs> kind of like that purpose to life. Like, you know, some people wake up and have this, like, daunting question of, like, what's my place in the universe yeah. and what's my purpose in life? And sometimes just having that one thing that, you know, you thought of and you're now, like, making it something tangible and real um sometimes that's all you need just to kind of give you that that purpose okay so four things one be yourself be gentle with yourself Mm -hmm. two um know yourself go on that self-discovery route you know without having to to go to thailand you could do it (laughs) you can do it here you you could do it in your city (laughs) wherever you are you could do that three have a dream, but don't don't strive to somehow develop a dream. Continue to live your life, and let and when things inspire you, decide whether or not it's worth it to kind of take a chance on it. Yeah, and four, take the chance. Four, take the chance. <laughs> don't allow fear or whatever to keep you in a complacent state. Just just do it because you hate yourself in the complacent state. So let's not hate ourselves. Let's love <laughs> ourselves and follow that thing in your heart. Why not? And be proud that you tried. Because I think, too, 
at the end of the day, either way, if it works out or not, we've talked about this. If you're trying one thing and it's not necessarily going the way that you wanted it to, there's usually something else that it can turn into. Yeah. Like, every path leads into another path, but you don't know what that path is and you don't see it. Like, you can't see too far ahead of you. Maybe there's a bit of fog that's caused by life, but you being on the path is winning. Like, you're already winning because you're on the path. You're already, like, you know, once you you have an idea and you're trying to go for it, or even if you're just trying to be yourself in this very, you know, crazy world, that's winning. That in itself, you're already doing it. You're already a dreamer because you, you believe in yourself and you think that you are worth the effort. And we officially sound like super cheese balls. I know, I'm sorry. But <laughs> it's helped us. So we're just trying to have the same conversations we've had time and time, time and time again. We're just saying it out loud, hoping that someone will be encouraged by it or relate. So take yeah. our cheese ballness at your own discretion. Yeah, you know. that's <laughs> that's the best way to put it. But thanks for coming on and talking about dreams and fears, because I think it's something that we're all struggling with. Mm-hmm. And so... Well, thanks for having me. It's You're exciting. Welcome. First podcast. I feel so famous. I'm going to have to <laughs> tell my mom, Mom, listen to me. And now for the most exciting part of the show, oh. you get to share your yes moment for the week. Ooh, my yes moment. Okay, so what, me- what made me say yes? Ooh, so many things. Okay, but I'd have to say, so last night uh, we went to a concert. Um, it was with... Little Mont, Claremont from the Ave. It was with Hezzy and this DJ. Was it Dami? Davi? Gavi. 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 Sorry, guys, I don't I don't do names very well. Anyways. They're all based in Toronto the West Band. End yeah. of Toronto. <laughs> yeah. And um it was I think my yes moment was like I do this a lot. Maybe like I have, I'm a scientist at heart and I just like to observe and, and take in data. But um, I loved just kind of seeing them in their element having the most fun. Like this is, these are guys who are pursuing their dreams. I have no idea what it's taken for them to to get to this point and what it's going to take for them to get even further. But they are loving it. They're having fun. They're dancing. They're, you know, rapping with each other. They're, you know, everything. And I was just, I just loved being there and seeing that and seeing everyone in the crowd just being so positive and supporting them and them supporting each other and like I was just like yes you know like this is what (laughs) this is what I love so even like regardless of what it is like I'm not I'm not the most gangster person out here but I I appreciate myself some rap from time to time but regardless of that regardless of what you're doing the fact that you're doing it and loving it and you have this like support system around you, like my gosh, I could have been in tears. I'd be crying at this rap concert, just <laughs> watching them, like you know, just vibe off of each other, and I'm um, seeing everyone in the crowd just kind of reacting to it. Like that was that was my yes. No, it was a good actually. That was a really good night. I was contemplating if that should be my yes moment, mm-hmm. but I think for me, I'm gonna keep it simple and say my yes moment for the week is utilizing self control. Because especially when it comes to messaging people or messaging a particular somebody, (laughs) 
I have a tendency to word vomit in text message or uh. I will send voice notes or I will send video clips. Oh, girl. <laughs> um, and it's embarrassing and it doesn't make it doesn't make you look good. You might feel better afterwards because you feel a sense of relief by doing this. And then you go back into the text message and see. And all you read all the, of the messages oh. and you realize I look like an idiot. And especially if you don't get a message back, then you feel even worse. So this week I took it upon myself to decide to slow it down with messaging and kind of sit in that place of even sometimes when I feel the need to, to to send a message or to word vomit my feelings. I've stopped myself multiple times this week. And at the end of the day, I feel I feel a lot better about myself because I didn't. You know, that's almost just as bad as drunk texting. It's kind of like you're drunk in love. And then yeah. you're just like, I just need to send you all my feelings. feelings. And you I'm know what? Like, Sometimes on. you don't. No. <laughs> so, no. I mean, express express yourself when it's appropriate, but there's a time and place. And so self-control, yeah. guys. Self-control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's and good. <laughs> thank you. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too. All right. <laughs> and all right. So final segment of the show. What is your song of the week right now? That song you can't get out of your head. All right. So I would have to, I'll go with my yes moment and just follow from that. So I went to see Claremont the second, um, little Mont from the Ave, and he has an album out now. And the song loving on a budget has been like, <laughs> I basically say the album, but I'm going to, if I have to choose a song, I'd say loving on a budget. And I don't know. I just love it. It's cool. It's uh, listen to me. Cool. I sound like a mom. Anyway, <laughs> Listen, and I we just, probably I looked like it. moms at this concert yesterday. Yeah, like I felt like the oldest person in there, but it's okay. It's cool. It's fine, you know. But yeah, loving on a budget. Loving on a budget by Lil Mont. By Little Mont. All right, we'll play a clip. All right, <laughs> and my song of the week is a song I feel like I've claimed for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. This is going to be... I think anybody that knows me is just going to... Every time they hear this song, they're just going to associate it with me. But Chris Brown dropped an album, mm-hmm. Heartbreak uh, on a Full Moon. All 45 songs. 45 tracks. Every single track is amazing. Oh but gosh. by far, the one that takes the cake, speaking of cakes, <laughs> is <laughs> Juicy Booty. Mm. I'm going to play a clip <laughs> of this track. If you have not heard it... It is amazing. It's got every old school influence in there you can think of. And it has been playing nonstop. And it just kind of makes you happy. Like, if you need a song that's going to give you a pep in your step, listen to Juicy Booty. I'm also hoping that eventually I'll have a booty that is juicy. I don't know, but it's encouraging me to want to do some squats and the track is amazing. So check out Lil Mont, mm-hmm. Loving on a Budget. Loving on a Budget. And Chris Brown, Juicy Booty. There you go. Dreams are alive. Dreams are alive. <laughs> <laughs> and we are approaching them realistically. There you go. Thank you, Monica. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for Thank coming you. on the show. It was really fun. That was great. I am your host, Joey B. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Thank you.